Hi, I'm Jodine Sher of Lifeology, your transformation coach. Welcome to my podcast. This is a place where you will find content that is created only for you. It's not out there anywhere else on the internet. I understand how important it is to have the opportunity to listen to content while you're carrying on with your everyday life. I enjoy podcasts as much as I'm sure you do. And that's why this place has been created for you. Let's see what today's topic is all about. Every month has a particular energy. And this comes about by looking at the numerology as well as the astrology, which includes the movement of the planets and what's happening with the moon. And a lot of that is impacted with the zodiac sign that these planets fall into and that the moon is moving through. It's one of my ways of looking at the energy and kind of preparing myself for the month to come. I've been doing it for years and I'm really thrilled that so many people ask me every month to share the energy outline of what is going to be happening and now we're talking about August 2020. We're going to start off with the numerology and the numerology becomes a three for the month. We take the eight of August and the four of 2020, we add them together and get a three. A three is such an interesting number because it deals with the foundation that was laid according to how we communicate and how we express ourselves out into the world. So it's the use of our voice, it's the messages that we feel we can and can't put out, and it's also our creations and the way that we put them out into the world or hold back from putting them out into the world. And what's so interesting about this August month is that there's really going to be a call for us to work hard with this three energy and figure out our expression, because September is a really big month, this year particularly. Because it's a four month stepping into the energy of this four year. I'm going to explain more of that next month. That's my way of making sure that you come back for more. But before we can get to the four, we really need to know that we've done the work that is expected of us in the energetic number of a three. And that is to learn how to express ourselves differently finally to find our voice to use our words to not be afraid of the way that we honestly and authentically show up and express ourselves into the world what our childhood would have done is had different impacts on each one of us but some of them would have been that now you keep quiet you don't say the things that you need to say you have become really shy and that personality doesn't shine through not speaking your truth or not being heard or not feeling that you are being heard and there's a big difference in that and so much of this is the importance on how to process whether it's you or whether it is your relationship with other people it's about learning to be conscious and take responsibility at the same time sometimes that responsibility is that the work falls on you because you are not expressing yourself truthfully you are struggling to tell the truth sometimes it's you needing to tell yourself the truth that you are being truthful or as authentic as you can possibly be but because of what the other person holds in their perception and the way that they have created this three energy in their lives they have an inability to hear you and then the choice comes down to 
is this okay within a relationship? Do you feel that you need to be heard? Are you absolutely telling that truth and that truth isn't translating correctly? And this is how you figure out the work that needs to be done as an individual and within relationships as a partnership. There's always work to be done. We are not an island and a lot of our learning comes from this integrating ourselves and, and figuring our way through relationships with other people. Through our child, childhood, there would also be hiding of creative expression. So it's a perfect opportunity in this month to pull out the things that are creative for you and to see how you feel about working with them. One of the big things for me as a writer is I always put the money making things first and I never get down to sitting down and writing. And what I've realized is that I need a vehicle to make sure that I write and I'm really excited about these podcasts because I have something planned to use the momentum of the podcast and the energy of the three months to get some of the writing done. These are the processes that you can do to tap into the energy of the three and to get those creative juices moving. It's so important to say what is important to us. I cannot express this enough. If you are bottling something up inside and you are not expressing what is important to you, either to yourself, to other people or to the universe, you are not being authentically you. I also understand that sometimes we are so overshadowed by our past, by the low esteem that we have and by some relationships that might be toxic and unhealthy for us, that we actually do not know anymore what is important to us. So it's really important for you to just start asking that question. If you feel that this three energy is going to be a struggle for you, there's lots of truths that are really going to be difficult for you to say and express, then just start asking yourself, what is important to me? What is important to me? And let that energy start to flow. The mind loves a question. The mind absolutely loves playing with the question. Some words to really watch for this month is words like I can't. Just have a look at how many times you start to say something positive. And another one is the word but. I can't and but are the two words that, kind, that get in the way and block the opportunity for you to start to flow and move more into your truth and into your creativity. The other words that um, are so important to say is anything that is your truth. This is the month to say it and not to assume. A lot of times the problem within a relationship is because the communication is not open and flowing enough. And you think that you are really good at pe reading people's energy, but actually you're not as good as you think that you are because you're reading it from all of your low esteem perception. So this is the month to practice the bravery of not assuming and just asking the questions and speaking up as much as you can. If it's really difficult to do that, ask yourself this really powerful question. What's the worst that can happen? Unpack that first. Go through the process of I'm going to ask this question and terrible things could happen if I start this conversation and call for honesty and truth. What is the worst that could happen? Once you've processed that, you will see that there is an ability to be braver and start to communicate that truth. And the last tip in the numerology for the month of August is to dialogue with the universe. 
whatever the universe means to you, whether you are deeply religious, whether you are deeply spiritual, whether you are talking to God or whether you are talking to your God or goddesses or angels, guardian angels, unseen friends, spirit animals, whoever you are dialoguing and communicating with, speak up, speak out. Dear universe, this is where I am. This is what I ask for. This is what I wish for. This is how I feel. And the more that you do that, the more that you will see that the words invoke feeling. And the universe doesn't hear the words that we speak. The universe taps into the energy that we are exuding when we speak. It's so important to understand that because the power of continuously speaking is eventually going to evoke emotion. And that's what the number is really pulling for is this evoking of emotion to get deeply into the way that you express yourself because that is what's going to lay the foundation for moving forward into September which is a big month which is that four leading into into this four year that we've been sitting with. Let's move on to the moon phases. We have full moon in Aquarius on the 3rd of August. I'm in South Africa so that time is 5.58 p.m. It's really easy to just jump onto Google and ask what time will full moon be where I am and you will know the time. It's important to know the times because there is a peak of energy and you've got to remember that the moon moves really fast. The moon moves in between zodiac signs literally every second day. It's shifting. So that full moon energy, if you really want to sit with the full moon at the best time, it needs to be as close to that time as possible. Just a tip, if you're going to do any work around the full moon, if you're going to do rituals or write yourselves letters or burn things, all of that kind of stuff, do the burning before the full moon so that you then have that enlightenment and you're going into the process of that light once all of that has been done. And if you're going to be writing processes, try and do it as close to that energy as possible. However, if you're going to be writing new things to do, it's always important to do it at the new moon. And at the end of this, I'm going to be telling you how I support you in creating to-do lists and making things happen and manifesting in your life in using the moon cycles. So this full moon in Aquarius is this call for independence and it really talks about your unique search to find your own truth. It links so beautifully to the three energy that we've been talking about. So much of this is to find your new perspective in the world and ask yourself, what is my truth? So many of us have tapped into the collective of the world and we haven't even given ourselves the opportunity to say, do I truly, truly believe in this? Is this what I want to do within your relationships and your home setup and your family? Are there things that sometimes you wish you could do, but it just hasn't become your truth because it's not aligned with what the other person wants to do? And it can be really simple things. Sometimes I talk to people and they say, oh, I just want to lie in bed all day on a Saturday, but my partner thinks that's lazy. However, in your truth, you think that that is absolutely self-soothing and it's your opportunity to recuperate your body, your mind and your soul. It's those kind of layers of getting into understanding what your truth really means to you. Aquarius also calls for compassion and it calls for two layers of compassion. The one is this compassion for yourself in order for you to make sure that you have filled your cup given yourself everything that you need, the self-soothing, the self-love, 
because only once you've filled your cup does it have the ability to spill over where you can give to other people. If you haven't done that, then you are just giving too much and things like exhaustion and depression and anxiety, frustration, all of those things can kick in. But once you know that you are taking care of you and nurturing you first, Aquarius really and truly allows that energy to come in and asks for a kindness and a gentleness to self and then to put it outwards. And especially in this year where the energy is so heavy, where there is financial, emotional, physical chaos and drama and fear in so many people's lives, around this full moon is an incredible time for you to reach out to anyone who might need to just get that phone call we know we can't go to a person and hug a person because there are all these restrictions. But to make the call, to say let's video chat and to just reach out in the compassion of the energy of this time and say how are you. On the 19th of August at 4.41am, that's South African time, the new moon is in Leo. Now a new moon always is the start of anything. It's the start of, of the moon cycle. And Leo talks about this real building of self-confidence. So in the new beginnings that you're planning, there might be things that you want to do that you want to bring to life, like within the business or within your creativity or within relationships. This Leo moon is actually the perfect time to just take a step back and say, right, before I throw myself out into the world and create these new things, let me take this time around the new moon to really focus on this self-confidence and truly understanding the identity of who I am. Once again, links so beautifully with that three that it really focuses on communication and how you express yourself out into the world. If you want to create something new, you've got to make sure that you are expressing yourself out into the world strongly, confidently and authentically. And that's what Leo calls for at that new moon time. It's also so important to find your uniqueness in creativity and expression. There is nothing new under the sun. We all know that. However, the uniqueness and the way that you express it into the world is what brings this freshness and makes you stand out in the crowd when there are 7 billion people walking the planet. And at that new moon, just to sit and process and allow yourself to honestly figure out and feel what that uniqueness is, is so important. This is an opportunity for me to say that one of the key workings that I do with people as a transformation coach is to create a self-worth list with you. It's really difficult to do all of this work if you're coming from a place of low esteem and your esteem is supposed to waver but your self-worth is this knowing of self where you can always return to these strong roots which will hold you firm in the time when the esteem is wavering. So please reach out to me. If you listen to this work and you go, oh, I would never be able to get to that creativity because my esteem is too low. There is a little bit of a warning with the Leo new moon that people can be a little bit too practical and not loving and compassionate enough. It can be too focused on solution driven and not just let's sit in the emotion and feel the emotion and process it. So if you are on this go, 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 I don't have time to stop and feel how I'm feeling, then that new moon could kind of whack you a bit and say, you know what, whether you like it or not, this is what's happening. You're going to start feeling it. Inner child work is so beautifully important at the time of a Leo 
new moon because Leo calls for playfulness. And in that playfulness, every single one of us needs these layers and layers of inner child healing. And just in a nutshell, the, the inner child learns its lessons from very, very young. And the two things that happen is that there is this fear of abandonment and this fear of losing innocence. We all have had a very different childhood, but those two energies are coming along. And learning to play innocently and learning to play without the fear of losing something or someone is really important. So figure out for yourself what it means to play within that inner child. August every year is a really fascinating month because on the 8th of the 8th, there's something called Lion's Gate. So we say 8-8 Lion's Gate. It's an energy that starts around about the 26th of July and comes out on the 12th of August, but its peak is on the 8th of August. And this is when the sun, which is in Leo, sinks with Sirius. So they align. And what's absolutely amazing is that Sirius is two times the sun and it is 26 times brighter than the sun, which is absolutely incredible. So at this time, it looks so close to the earth. And in, in ancient Egypt time, this day was an incredible day. And there was this belief that it was the one time of absolute abundance and fertility. And you could present yourself to the gods and open yourself up and allow literally this light from this incredible star to shift and change as deep as your DNA. So it is an incredible day to be as spiritually conscious as you can possibly be. It is a great time from the 26th of July all the way to the 12th of August to start to, if you haven't done meditation, play around with it. If you haven't done yoga, play around with it. If you don't know or understand your aura and your pranic breath and your chakra systems to Google and watch YouTube videos and get yourself into it. If you have done all of that, to take another step deeper into greater levels of meditation, opening yourself up more, either figuring out the next level of meditation or the next level of breath work. It's ideal at this time to do it. And there's no, another thing to just do is to literally recharge your energy, especially because of how draining this energy has been up until this point in 2020. If you can take some time to literally lie outside in the sun on the 8th of the 8th and allow this energy, knowing that Sirius is there and this culmination of this incredible powerful energy just has the ability to sink into your body it's such an incredible thing to do. So I would definitely put that in the diary. It's in my diary every year. What I do is I find a very special friend and the two of us sit together. We don't have to be together. We can make a phone call um, and we sit together and we literally sit out in the sun wherever we are in the world and we just chat about where we are in life and where we want to go and how we see the rest of the year. And we just open up ourselves energetically and the heart chakra opens and the mind opens and, and vulnerability comes in. And at the same time, this is all mixing and merging together. And I honestly believe that in all of that opening, we shift that energy and the universe really hears us and sees us. There are retrogrades very, very often through the year. And a retrograde means that a planet or a celestial body looks as though it is moving backwards 
it's not really it's just the way that the earth and the and the planet or the celestial body are moving at that time and retrograde always has re in it to revitalize reflect all those different types of words and not very often do people talk about chiron chiron is a really small celestial body but it's really really important and it's known as the wounded healer Chiron went retrograde on the 11th of July and stays until the 15th of December. There's mythology around Chiron, where Chiron was a really, really wise healer, but he did not have the ability to heal himself. And what happens when this celestial body goes retrograde is that it's really calling for us to confront our feelings and see where we have the ability to heal old wounds, things that have been sitting and we haven't dealt with and we've continued to push down and push down. What I love about this is how beautifully it, it aligns with this three month that we're talking about because that three energy is going into the childhood anyway. And a lot of these wounds that Chiron is talking about comes back to that childhood. So things could come up for you. This is the perfect time from now until the 15th of December to see a coach, see a therapist, talk to a friend where, we can, where you can truly get vulnerable, to journal, to just get into those feelings and start releasing some of the past, telling yourself the truth about what could be holding you back on all different levels. The warning with Chiron, and it's actually something that I love about Chiron, is that you can unexpectedly feel emotion whether you like it or not. You can wake up and be really, really weepy on a day. If you honor those emotions as they come up, you're standing in the, in the line at the supermarket and the person in front of you is taking too long and you just have this burst of frustration and you just want to like, you know, to do it, not to lash out and hurt anyone and cause harm and be cruel. If you are doing that, you have to realize that you've been bottling things up for too long and then my suggestion is you really need to see a therapist a coach or a counselor but to honor the emotions in the time because they're sitting within the dna it's being held within the body and it just wants to come out so if you honor your emotions in the time you're actually doing such incredible healing and chiron is calling for that we've had a couple of planets that have been in retrograde for a while and are now starting to come out of retrograde Jupiter retrograde comes out on the 13th of September, so it's around the corner. So it's this last moment for us to reflect on our vision, our ideals and our belief system. If 2020 has done anything, it's really pushed us to have a look at the way that we have created a vision for ourselves and our lives. Because a lot of the visions that we have created for ourselves and our lives completely got tossed upside down. And our belief systems have been put to the test. There are so many unexpected things that are coming along just in waves, whether it's money or health or relationships or just the way that we're being locked down and locked up and not being able to travel and have lost our freedom. And these patterns of going in and using our belief system is truly being tested. And Jupiter's calling for that test. And it's so important to understand that September is that big month because of Jupiter coming out and we need to have settled these belief systems. 
and understood what it means to have taken that, that have had that vision just ripped out from under us and what it means going forward to have an uncertainty and still have a belief system and the universe for me is driving each one of us to flow with life and not be so rigid with these plans goals and visions Saturn retrograde goes out on the 29th of September so it's right at the end of September and this is the time to face our reality and truly take responsibility. It's coming up, it's going to line up with a planet that's going into retrograde this month. So it's so important for each one of us to finally say, COVID is not going anywhere. It's here to stay for a while. I can no longer sit and wait for this to shift and change. I have got to figure out how to shift and change with it. And this is exactly what this Saturn retrograde is doing. And it's not only <clears throat> the reality of COVID-19. It's the reality of the things that have been brought up because of COVID-19. Be it your financial situation, your relationship with your body, your health, your well-being, and your relationships with other people, as well as the way you see the world and interact and relate with the world. It's so important to understand that you should not be angry right now. If you are angry, there are blockages and there are a lot of things to work through. This time is calling for a true level of acceptance and building a new foundation of self. Whoever you're angry at, they do not even realize that you are angry at them and it is wasted energy. It is vital to understand that when you go to sleep at night, you recharge yourself. Your mind, your body, your soul, everything is recharged. When you wake up the next day, you either keep the momentum of that energy and use it in order to manifest and create the life that you want for yourself. Otherwise, you waste that energy on other things, other people, frustrations, and then you don't have that energy to harness what you want to create for self. The last planet that is starting its retrograde on the 15th of August is Uranus. And just out of interest, it hasn't been retrograde in Taurus for over 80 years. And Taurus is a really down-to-earth, what are the values that I have within my home and, and around me energy. This is the planet of freedom. And it breaks the change of, chains of any restrictions that we have on us. It really tears down the walls and it paves the way for a new future. What's so fascinating about Uranus is that it's less personal and more global. It's, it's a planet that's really, really far back. And as they get further back, they become less intimate and connected to us and more connected to this global universal impact that it has. So what's going to happen is the world will change around us and we need to adapt to the world. And because there's been so many changes already, this for me is Uranus saying you've been sitting and waiting and feeling that things are not the same and things are not the same and you cannot sit and wait anymore you have to get into a place of acceptance now this is what it is and how do I shift and change and ultimately transform in this time that is everything that is going on in August 2020 what I would love for you to do is join the Facebook group Transform and Transcend with Lifeology. It's a private group. It's like-minded people. And within that group, I'm guiding people to work with the moon cycles. 
the moon cycle always starts at the balsamic phase of the moon which is 72 hours before the new moon because we have some prep work to do for the new moon so the next one is the 15th of august 2020 however if you keep following these podcasts i am going to be creating one that guides you through all the moon cycles but it doesn't give you the opportunity to share that journey with other like-minded people and see how transformation happens when you use the moon to truly process and work through your journey. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you so much love and light and joy during this month of August and I will see you for September 2020 Energy Update.